What's the best way to use up that handful of leftover candy or chips? We're going to find out today as we talk with Chef Stephanie Godkey this morning. Good morning, Chef Steph. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. I, uh, I want to tell you what is in season right now, especially on a day like today, yeah. which where I'm sitting, it is sleeting. And so um, I think it's not going to get any better than that. That's just kind of how it looks today. But um, right. Deb, as you said, whatever you get, you get. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're not, we're not promising anything. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, it's a good day to stay in and clean out your pantry. Mm-hmm. This is always the pre-spring cleaning thing that I like to do on these dark, cold days. So I get in there and I wrestle with my expiration dates. And um, I would encourage everybody to take a permanent marker in there with them and go through everything. If you can't remember when you opened something, but you think, okay, well, I opened this when I was baking Christmas cookies, right December 15th or whatever, because it's shocking to me because I do mark everything when I open it. Um, that's an old restaurant habit. You have yeah. to do that by law. So um, I'll get in there and I'll think, wait, how did this keep being used? It's from 1999 or whatever. <laughs> 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 but I gave you guys a list of things that can last for years and years. Yep. And so maybe we can share that, that chart with them. Yep. Sure. Yep. We'll do that online. Yeah. Facebook. We'll have, we'll have that on our Facebook mm-hmm. page as well as the recipe you're going to be sharing with us. Uh, today. Yeah. Um, some good stuff. Yeah, but let's get back to checking out the uh, cupboard a little bit. What are some things that last a long time? Canned goods, especially non-acidic canned goods. Now, these are not home canned goods. Right. This is commercially canned. Home canned goods, I think when people, uh, friends and things ask me about home canned goods, do you think it's still good? Throw it out. There's no way of telling if it's got botulism in it or not. The seal could still be perfectly sealed, but um, you really need to, if you have any doubt or you don't remember when you canned it, you need to throw it out. Um, The other thing to remember is, like, when we, and I know your wife, Deborah, can, I know, she loves the can. Yep, yep. But here's what we're finding. It's way more fun to say I canned 100 cans of green beans, 100 jars of green beans. But then you've got to realize you've got to eat green beans twice a week all year long (laughs) or else you're going to have leftover green beans. Right. So you need to figure out the capacity you have for things like salsa and jelly and things like that. Do we eat jelly two or three days a week or do we eat jelly every morning? You, then you figure out it's time to stop. Even though I have more produce, it's time to stop because keeping home canned goods over a year is very risky. Mm. So we try not to do that. Right. Freezer, freezer burn is also, it's called sublimation. That is evaporation from a frozen state. So, like, I was enjoying it last week because sublimation was evaporating the ice in my driveway. <laughs> Yes. So it, that was that was good in your freezer. Bad because <laughs> that's when that wonderful um, steak that you've been saving or whatever is going to get freezer burned, and um, that is literally dehydrating the outside of the product, and it makes it so that it's going to be really not worth eating after all. Mm-hmm. So unless you cover it up with a really good gravy, which I've been known to do. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're good at gravy making, you can probably save it. But um, once again, things over a year, especially baked goods, are really going to lose all kinds of quality. So you need to figure that out. I haven't, I mean, here I am, as old as I am, I still haven't figured out when to quit making jelly or when <laughs> to quit putting things in the freezer. So um, just because it's on sale, if you can't clear it out in a year, you probably are wasting your money anyway. Okay. Um, canned yeah, goods, commercial, commercially canned canned goods, the thing that people saved way too long is baking powder and baking soda. Mm. Because they, they go dead on you, especially in humidity. So I write on the top, I buy the canned kind, right. and I write on the top of it um, what day I opened it. And then I don't ever try to use it after six months because you're not going to get the lift you need, the texture of your biscuits or cake are not going to be right. Huh. Um, so you've got to be so careful about that. And this, like I said, today, kind of the perfect day to just go through the pantry and see, like, right. Honestly, I cleaned out a freezer once, and I found things from when my daughter was an infant, and she's now a grown woman with children. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, had, I had pureed a whole bunch of squash and peaches, oh. and it was in the bottom of the freezer, and I'm like, whoa, this ha it would be like 30 years ago? <laughs> That's how bad I am. So uh. <laughs> I'm not casting doubt on anybody because I've done it myself. Yeah, but, right. Whoever gets to the bottom of their freezer and the bottom of your pantry. And the other thing good about cleaning out the pantry is you can get in there and see if you might have pantry pests like mice or oh, yeah. meal moth. Meal moth are awful. Yeah. I, I had a batch of meal moth once because I went to Chicago and I bought a, a bag of spices from a, a store mm -hmm. with, it was an, actually an East Indian store, so they were I was thinking, yay, fresh from India, I've got curry powder. Well, some travelers came with the bag. <laughs> oh, and, no. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So when you open up the cupboards, if you see a little moth that can't fly very well, or if you see tiny little holes in anything plastic, uh, you've probably got them, and it's time to clean out the whole thing. Hmm. So anything that has any kind of pest in it, throw it in the freezer for 24 hours. That kills whatever is living in there. Okay. So, Chef, is there anything that, Steph, I mean, <laughs> Chef, Steph, is there anything that we can keep forever, like, that doesn't go bad? Well, well your your soul, you can actually get soul. <laughs> I don't know, Deb, I've never met the totally imperfect, everything has a date where it's not yeah. going to be as it should be. Um. Anything that you keep forever should probably be jewelry, um, pictures <laughs> of the kids. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, what about spices? <clears throat> okay, they go bad really fast, and especially if people, and I watch this all the time. And here's another public service announcement. There's way too many people cooking on the Internet. Way <laughs> yes. Um, because I sat for like 20 minutes watching a woman do something like it was meatloaf, for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs> we needed to watch it for 20 minutes. But anyway, um, yeah. she, she did it with like artificial nails and jewelry on, which, of course, you know, sets my yeah. hair on edge. I right. Mean, I look, <laughs> anyway, um, you, <clears throat> if you're... Um, Going through, if you're going to do something forever, it needs to be something impervious. You can't 
possibly ruin it. But there's nothing in your pantry is worth saving if it's got meal moth in it because you're going to need an exterminator or it's just got, they're going to eat everything. Mm-hmm. Now, this recipe that I've given you, okay, so I get in the pantry and nobody, I'm sure nobody but me, stands there and eats, oh, like 15 chocolate chips out of a bag at <laughs> midnight. I'm sure nobody does Nobody does that. Does that. Mm. Yeah. Must be but only you, was. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. For those non-cookers, it is not a candy bar. It's tiny little cheese. Um, so I have done that. I have to admit, <clears throat> yes, I, I'm guilty. And so I had like three bags of little things that I had picked at. So I decided, ah, this will be the kitchen sink. There's a recipe for cookies called kitchen sink cookies, but I didn't have time. So I just threw it into a blondie mix and it turned out pretty well. I've got potato chips in there because Jim is famous for eating like three quarters of a bag of chips and then wrapping them up and thinking these will be fine next year. But not true. So I crunch them up. So there's little caramel. You remember the little caramel balls that they were selling? Maybe they still do, but I didn't buy them because those things sink to the bottom of whatever you're making. Yeah. And um, mm. so uh, there's a few of those in there, but there's pretzels and chips and um, chocolate chips, all like dark, light, white, everything, because that's what I found. And this is really a good recipe because... Basically, they all just blend together, sweet and salty, and it's oh yeah, it's delicious. They it goes offset. really good with coffee. They too. offset each other, you know. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Now, if you have like three bags of potato chips, that might be overkill. <laughs> with the recipe for that, but try to you know like balance it out. The only other thing I would say is stir everything that could sink: the chocolate chips, the little caramel balls, anything like that. You would you would stir that into the flour. Part of the mixture that okay. keeps them hanging in the dough rather than sinking to the bottom. All right, that's a good tip. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, these are really yeah. good. Um, and you know, the real cool thing about your show yeah. is I can reconnect with my old church where uh, Pastor Jim Black Jr. is the pastor there now, but his father, Pastor Black Sr., is responsible for helping me find Jesus. And oh, wow. So they contacted me and said, oh, my gosh, we heard you on WJLM. I'm so so happy about that. Mm. So it's the Milledgeville Brethren Church in Milledgeville, Illinois. Mm. Good group of people. And uh, you can listen to them on Sunday online. They're really, it's a great service. Pastor Jim Jr. sounds exactly like his father. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's wonderful to make those connections, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I'm always so surprised at people that will come up to me in the store and say, oh, I watch you on Paula Sands, or, oh, I saw you on the 11 o'clock news, you know, just, and then when somebody texts you and says, I, I've heard your voice, and I thought, I remember her from Milledgeville Brethren Church. I was just so happy. Yeah. So cool. Anyway, <laughs> I, I appreciate you all praying for me and my husband. Yes. His surgery was yesterday, okay. and today he thinks he's going home, but there's no way. <laughs> so maybe we could all join together and help him mm-hmm. be more patient. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just say, Jim, you've got to get better so you can go That's tap right. your trees so we can get maple syrup. So you got to be healed That's up. Right. That's 
you know what he's already worried because this weird weather pattern. Yeah. To get maple syrup, it has to be cold at night and right. warm during the day. I know. So, hmm. Anyway, last yes. year he collected 60 gallons of sap. And I think I told you he only ended up with like six quarts of syrup. and uh, so, <laughs> Only six quarts. Yeah. Right, and he's planning on doing it much, much bigger this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me pray for you guys real quick here before we let you go. Father, Father, we come before you today. Thank you for my sister and my brother, Mm -hmm. um, Stephanie and Jem. Thank you for their heart, their love for you, their love for others, and their giving hearts. And we just pray that, Father, you would just heal Jim uh, from uh, his surgery and from everything. We pray that everything would go smoothly and and, and heal uh, pray for Stephanie as she's uh, worried about Jim and as well as just um, everything that goes along with a surgery that you're just uncertain. And so, but we know that you, uh, nothing escapes your attention. Nothing snuck up on you. You knew this was happening. You knew Jim's body and what was going on. And we just thank you that he got through the surgery okay. Now we pray for uh, him that he would have patience to be able to heal correctly so that he doesn't uh, have to go back again for something else. Uh, and we just pray, Lord, that you just heal his body and, and be with Stephanie be your portion today. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, I Steph. Appreciate it. And if you want to get a hold of Chef Steph, you can text the word CHEF to our phone number, 800-221-9356. Now, give me a minute because I'm going to have to set things back up because we got this new texting service. So I'm going to have to get uh, her information back in there. So give me a half hour or so before you text uh, Chef. But that's how we'll have you get her details. Text Chef to 800-221-356. All right. Well, keep us posted, Steph, mm-hmm. on how things are going. And we'll uh, continue pray to pray you. for you. Yep. Thank you so much. You Bye-bye. Bye-bye.